Welcome to the show. <laughs> this guy got a mistletoe belt on. Gosh, that is bad. The whole plane smells like weed. Those were the days. It's a joke, you idiot. Looked in the mirror, I'm like, <laughs> Good old innocent fun. Welcome back, everybody, to Troublemakers, the podcast where each week we bring on a guest and they tell crazy stories about their lives. I'm your host, Dylan Krasinski, coming to you from a beautiful day in Astoria, Queens. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, the man with the plan, my number two, the big dog, Mr. Ray Zawadney. Yay, that's me, Dylan. Coming in hot. Dylan, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, and thank you, everybody, who has listened to us all of 2023, our amazing Troublemakers listeners. Uh, We love you so goddamn much. Uh, Thank you. If you have been watching us on YouTube, uh, watching those full video episodes, make sure to uh, make sure to share those with your friends. Share them with um, your friends, or ju- or just share some of our some of our shorts, some of our reels, um, all of that content that uh, my man Dylan works so hard on. Um, seriously, I don't thank you enough. Actually, you I do kick ass you, um, all year long, um, making making us look good and making our guests look good. And if you are one of our audio listeners, um, and you are uh, listen to us in the car. Listen to us while you're on the treadmill. Um, probably in a week, you're going to be listening to us on the treadmill because you are Ooh. getting those 2024 bods ready. Um, make sure to do us a huge favor and leave us a rating and or a review on any of the uh, streaming platforms that you use. Um, if you are going to leave us a rating, though, we do ask uh, that you make it a five-star rating. Please. Nothing less than five stars. Um, you do know that I check that very frequently to make sure that nobody is trying to pull a flim flam on me and slip me a less than five star review. If you send us anything that is sub five star, um, what I want you to do is I want you to leave that five star comment or that four star com- or that four star review yeah, or that three star review or whatever you want to fucking do. And then you can meet me outside of Othello Deli. Oh, shit. As right in my neighborhood, my girlfriend said I'm not allowed to give out my address anymore. Um, but meet me outside of Othello Deli. Um, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna grab myself a fucking water. I'm gonna hydrate up. I'm gonna be there before you because early bird gets the worm, and I'm always early, and I'm always fucking. You know, I'm on my Mark Wahlberg shit. I was probably up fucking exercising at 4 a.m. that day. So you can meet me there. We'll figure it out. Slide in my DMs after you give me that fucking shitty review that we didn't deserve, that shitty rating that we didn't deserve. And we're going to fight outside of Othello Deli. Spoiler alert, I'm going to fucking win. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. And then yeah. um, be, because right. also over over Christmas, I'm going to be playing with that, with that ball toy that I talked about oh, on yeah. last episode. Dude, boxing away. That's helping me fight. And then I'm going to go inside Othello Deli and I'm going to get myself um, just some cold cuts and cheese because I'm, I'm off the bread and off the carbs in 2024. Ooh, getting healthy, getting ripped, getting ready. So That's fuck you. Got. And we got a very special episode just for the people that Great think we're a five-star episode, podcast. Dude. If, if you think that we're a four-star podcast, stop listening right now. I'll tell you this. Hey, 52 weeks this year, we have not missed an episode. That's 52 free episodes for you, baby. Free. We've never missed an episode. That's impressive. Holy tits. Yeah, never missed a week. Good you for know? us. That's pretty good. I, I don't like to brag, but I will. Uh, but this week, uh, like we did last year, one of our best episodes, one of our most popular episodes. So we said, hey, we'll do it again. I know a lot of people don't like this sometimes. They want it new. They want it fresh. But uh, we're going to do a compilation episode. So stories from our best guests, 
our um, funniest stories. You can find links to all the comics who are in these stories below. I'll put their Instagram handles. I'll also put timestamps for when the stories are because I'm a nice guy and I'm thinking about you. And uh, if you guys could do us a favor, if you have a friend, if you have one friend that you like. Two friends. Two friends, whatever you can do. If you take this podcast, this compilation episode, because I think it's a great way to get people into the podcast. Yes, you know what? There might be some people like, well, I can't just start listening to episode 115. I I don't know what happened in all the previous episodes. Well, first of all, it's not that type of fucking podcast. We're not a serial. But... um, it is the perfect way to be like, hey, here's a little taste. little taste. A couple tastes. Send it to a friend. Anybody who listens, send no. it to one or two friends. Send it to two friends. Two friends. We could triple our, our listeners send overnight. Send it to two friends and one family member. That's all. It's totally free to do. If you could do that, we'd really appreciate it. If you're one of our loyal listeners, one of our OGs from the beginning, we appreciate you. And uh, let's get into the episode, huh? Have a happy new year, baby. I did try to go to this place called Kit Kat, which Kit Kat is this like crazy, like it's a a nightclub, but also like a sex fetish thing. So I was like, I got to go check this place out. Like my buddy told me that he went and there was a, there was like people having sex. Like there was like fucking orgies going on. He said there was a lady playing the harp while she was masturbating. And I was like, I got to see this. (laughs) (laughs) So I had like a whole week buildup to go to Kit Kat. Like I was like finding who I was going to go with. Then it's also you have to like look the part. You can't just yeah. show up in jeans and a t-shirt. You know, so I bought like black pants and like a, a white wife beater. And I was like, Nimble I'm getting clamps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, white wife beater. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting in. I'm getting in. And so me and another, I met a bunch of comics down there because I did some shows. Yeah. Which honestly, if you go to Berlin, they have a great comedy scene. The like fastest growing English speaking comedy scene in all of mainland really? Europe. Oh, yeah, really? that's great. Um, only second to like the UK. Um, but they, so it's a great way to like, you go do some shows, meet the mm-hmm. comics and they'll show you all the cool shit to do. So like me and this other comic who I met out there, this dude from New Zealand, we're like, we're getting into Kit Kat. We're getting in. <laughs> so we fucking get down there. We we uh, get to like where, where Kit Kat is, where there's a bunch of clubs around there. We're looking, we find the entrance and there's like some wild people outside. All dudes. And we're like, all seems like gay dudes. <laughs> And we, there's literally a dude who's like just in like leather straps and like a cock piece. <laughs> we're like, he's probably going. <laughs> hey, do uh, you think he's going to the same same place we're going? Yeah. Let's. So we go to the front, and uh, he's the guy goes Deutsch or English, and we're like English, and he goes, okay, boys, it's Renegade Night. So they have like different themed nights. Okay. And we're like, okay, Renegade Night. We're like, sure. What's that? He goes, it's primarily a gay fetish night. <laughs> And he's like, Are you guys gay? And we're both like, Uh, no. He just is like, It's not the night for you guys. And so we don't get in. We don't go. Yo, uh, I am gonna use anytime like one of my boys plays like a song I don't like. I'm like, dog, it's not Renegade Night. Come on, man. <laughs> that really is the funniest thing. You're uh, playing that song like it's Renegade yo, Night. Don't, don't be such a renegade, dude. Dude, <laughs> of all the nights we could have gone, all the nights. 
Uh, it's so funny that it's called Renegade. Renegade is like, yo, you better be ready for some wild shit. I'm not going to lie. Calling it Kit Kat Night sounds way more gay than calling the it Kit Renegade Kat. Night. Well, Kit Kat's the name of the club. I know. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Wait, so they so when you said you weren't gay, they were like, you got to hit the brakes. They were like, yeah, you don't get it. So if... If he would have, if you would have been like, no, I'm not gay. And he's like, all right, if you want to pop in and look around, would you go in? I, part of me, that's what we were like, it was such a flash of the moment. And the thing is the bouncers at Burkine and Kit Kat are much more Burkine than Kit Kat, but they're like strict on who they let in. Like, oh, yeah. like you can wait in line for five hours at Burkine to get in and then be like, no, you don't get in. And not even like, oh, it's a gay night or like Burkine's a gay club, yeah. but it's so popular. Like everyone fucking yeah. does. Um, but it's, it's just like you don't look the part. You're a fucking poser. You're not getting it. They're oh, trying to cultivate man. like a cool aesthetic or whatever in there of people who like really like this like industrial hardcore techno. Uh, so when yeah. I go in there like a fat asshole with my Steelers jersey <laughs> on, they're like, I'll tell you this. Dude. I'm probably not getting yeah. in. I probably am not getting in. Race, definitely when, not getting When I go in. there and just sit at the bar and try to like talk to people and they're like, you gotta be up dancing. Get the fuck out of here. That's why we like got the outfits. <laughs> like, like we got it. What the Dude, fuck? You should have busted out your straps just straight up. Le Can you imagine? Just leather straps just over the nips. But I wouldn't have gone in because like if you go in, you're hanging out and then it's gay fetish night and some dude comes up and grabs me and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? He's going to be like, why the fuck are you in here? <laughs> you're the asshole. Yeah, this I'm is the what's asshole. supposed to happen. Exactly. Have you ever been arrested? Yes. Have you? Oh, dude. How many times? More than Just once? once? Once. Just once. And it was when I was driving from Boston to LA. I was moving. Uh, this is like, yeah, recent. you hadn't heard this. So, Holy shit. So I got arrested in West Texas, in Abilene, Texas, about two, two and a half hours uh, west of Fort Worth for uh, class two felony drug possession. And there's only three classes of crimes in Texas. Three is like murders in that category. I was Whoa. one step below. And the reason was I got pulled over for speeding. Bullshit. It was really just I had mass plates yeah. driving through West Texas. They're, they're taking a chance. Uh, guys like, uh, where, where, you, where are you headed to? I'm like, oh, I'm moving to LA. Just driving. I had all the stuff in my car. He's like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I'm going to be a comedian. Oh, cool. It's like, uh, you know, I smell pot in the car. I'm like, no, you don't. He goes, what? I said, no, you don't. I, it's a brand new car. I haven't smoked weed in it yet. <laughs> he goes, well, I said I smell it. That's probable cause. And I'm like, well, you always have probable cause. I can't, I can't say you don't smell. Like, I can't prove that you don't smell. So of course. He said, I can get the dogs out here, or you can show me, you know, show me where the weed is. I'm like, all right. So I had a bag. It was in my trunk. Yeah. I wasn't high at the time. Hand in the bag. And it was six chocolate bars. He's like, all right. Uh, yeah. It's all, oh, it's, chocolate bars, dude. You should have made him get the dog. No. I, this, I had other weed that he had. I had a lot of other weed I didn't give him. <laughs> So, so I was, I was like, all right, let me limit this problem. Holy shit. He's like, oh, all right, this, this, uh, you know, this is like a, you know, uh, misdemeanor. I'll write you a ticket. You may, the summons, you could just pay the ticket or, and you know, plead no contest or you can come and fight or whatever. And uh, he goes to his car and comes back. He's like, hey, can you turn around? I'm like, why? He's like, I have to arrest you. I'm like, why? He's like, it's too much weed. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's six chocolate bars. He's like, yeah, but because I, I have my medical ma marijuana card from Massachusetts and they issue you a real license. So you have to go to yeah. a real doctor to get it. So it's not like one of these you know, crystal healers where you get a, a, a medical, it's like legit in the state of Massachusetts the way they do it. He's like, yeah, that doesn't matter here. I was like, but what do you mean it's too much? He's like, well, if you read on the labels, it's uh, like a thousand milligrams in each bar and weed concentrate is treated like crack 
Whereas like flower bud is treated like co- powder cocaine. So it became, it became a class two felony. I'm like, but you wouldn't have known that if it wasn't labeled because it's labeled to me because it's medication from the state. I bought it from the state of Massachusetts. Oh. Yeah, so I got, I got, I got pulled in on that. Holy shit. I know. It was a Sunday and, and he was like, that, and that's why I, also why I gave him the bag. He's like, it's Sunday afternoon. Uh, you get the dog out here, could take all night or you can just you know, give me what you got and we'll go and I'll let you go and you keep on your way. So I get pulled in. Thank God uh, he got a judge uh, to issue bail before uh, well, I was wow. getting booked for this. But it was hanging over my head for like 15 months. Holy yeah. shit, dude. And it was, a, it, was, it was a serious crime. So it wasn't, I, I found a lawyer. This is great. My buddy who is now, uh, he's the new mayor of Newport, Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. He was a lawyer in, in, uh, in, in Rhode Island for a while. So I called him up right when I, when I got bailed out. And he, he goes, uh, he goes, Randy, he was a buddy of mine from college. Said, I've been waiting 15 years for this phone call. Because <laughs> he's, like, yeah, he's like a fixer kind of guy. He's a great yeah, dude. Yeah. He's, 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 like, oh, he's like, I'll make some calls in Texas. I'll find you a lawyer. Right? He, uh-huh. he found me the best lawyer in Dallas. I call him up. He goes, you don't want to hire me. I'm like, why not? He's like, if my, if my big money ass goes out to Abilene and shows up in court, they're going to stick it to you just to stick it to me. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you you want to get the local guy who hunts pheasant with the, the hillbilly judge. Exactly. So he found me that guy, a guy named Jacob Lizard. <laughs> and I was like, sure? shout out, dude. Yeah, Jacob Lizard. And, and I asked, you sure this is the guy? He's like, he got a guy off a of double murder last week. I'm like, that sounds like the guy. <laughs> dude, that is the best. Yes. Like so the best part is, so it, this is all going down during the pandemic now. My case is pending during the pandemic. It's just holding, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. it took 15, 16 months before, before it went to a judge. The, the, the DA wanted to push for charges. And the, and that's crazy. Man. Yeah. My, my, my lawyer called him with that. He's like, guys, oh, so I got, you know, some arraignment, whatever, whatever the next step was. And he went, he's like, I got good news for you. The judge threw it out. It's like, Oh, thank God. He's like, what happened? He's like, well, the DA was a, uh, the first female DA in Taylor County. And she was trying to prosecute everything to get her, you know, get her name in, get her name up. Yeah. Judge looked at her and said, wait a minute, this guy's 38 years old at the time. He doesn't live here. He was driving through. He had a medical card. I sent all this documentation, yeah, yeah, yeah. all my medical d- details. He has a medical card for the state he was moving to. He's like, you want to prosecute a 39, 38, 39 year old guy who has no, no, tra- no history at all in any system anywhere. You want to bring him back from California to cut to, to like, to do, I was going to have to do a probation for like a, a, a oh, pre-trial diversion. Fucking, yeah. So I'd have like, you know, brutal. It's terrible. And he's like, he's like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're already 15 months behind on a backlog. He's like, this guy, he ripped up and threw the case out. <laughs> but, but it was because, because it was, she was the first female DA trying to make a name. He's like, he's like I'm not going to let you, you know, try, oh. try and build your resume on this kid that would have to drag back from another state. That's, he's like, yeah. he's out there. So, so I thank God I got it tossed. Dude. It cost me like, you know, eight, nine grand, and, 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 <sighs> but worth it. Worth yeah. it. Because I would do, I would, they, my lawyer said I wouldn't have had to do time. Uh, they would have they would, I had either pretrial diversion or on sh- straight probation. Yeah. But I would have had to show up and take drug tests in Texas every month. So I'd have to fly from California to Texas to meet my parole officer, take a drug test, and fly back. So it would have been the a, amount a, of money and yeah. wasted time yeah. that would have exactly. uh, been for the system and yeah. for you yeah. just would have been so, so stupid. stupid, dude. So stupid. But apparently, I, I learned after the fact, my lawyer said, Yeah, this is like a scheme they have running in West Texas because Arizona and Colorado, it's legal. So all the college kids come back from that direction. So Makes anyone sense. with an out of state plate, they pull over and, and find the shit out of them and try and get the revenue stream. You know, even that the cop arrested me was like, Oh, sorry, man. I was in the car. This is the best part. I was in the car going on a central book and you just yeah, come sit in the front seat. Fucking, you know. <laughs> Did I was, he even cuff you? Uh, he did when he did when they were when they were going arresting me. But then when I got in the thing, I, I was like, I can't sit back. He's like, I'll just I'm, I'm tired. Man. So, yeah, was, he said in my police, I was very compliant. You know, like yeah, I was, yeah, I, 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 I literally thought I wasn't in any trouble. Like, this is all legal. It's my shit. You know, like, it's fine. I didn't know I was I yeah. was doing anything wrong. Um, so I'm asking, you know, he's asking me like, you know, about being a comedian and all this. So I asked him how long he's been a cop. He was a state trooper. 
It's like, oh, like eight, nine years, my whole family's in the business. Yeah, it's like, so what's, I mean, it's kind of desolate out here. Like, what's, what's the real big problems out here? He goes, oh, mostly meth and pedophilia. And I'm like, and I'm like, and you have me in the car? He's like, dude, sorry, the body camera. I couldn't, like once, once the body camera dude. saw the, saw, I saw all the weed you had, I couldn't, I couldn't just let you go. Like, yeah. Cause then I would get in trouble. So I have to drag you in on this. I'm like, fuck. Dude, that is, yeah. <laughs> dude, I had a buddy. There was one of our buddies who had like a massive dick. And this <laughs> is such a funny, I, 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 it was like my friends, it was like, my, it was like eighth grade, I think. And my buddies had been, I was like hanging out with a different group of friends and then had like gone and hung out with them again. And yeah. they had all found out how big this kid's dick was. <laughs> so like, uh, it was like a sleepover. And I remember uh, they were like, dude, you got to show O'Connor your fucking dick. You got to show your O'Connor <laughs> <laughs> And dude, we were literally all all playing like Mario Kart. We paused Mario Kart while he jerked off and got hard to show me his dick. And then, and then Oh my god. So he's jerking off like under under his like in his sleeping bag or whatever, getting this thing hard. And then no, he was he was we were using he was using my buddy's like sheets. And and all of a sudden, he just goes, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. And, he, and he came in the sheets. And then my buddy, whose sheets are wearing, got pissed and kicked his ass. Dude, it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Just just a dude hard in a refractory period. And my buddy was just like, Yo, young straight dudes are the gayest dudes. I know. Oh, dude, they were getting into tears. wild shit. They were like, yeah. Oh. I left them. For, I left them for like three months. I was hanging out with other kids and just doing other oh. shit. I came back and they were like, they were doing stuff where the, one buddy was putting his legs over his head and breathing through his asshole. <laughs> they got all into like weird butt stuff. Did you guys ever? Uh, dude, <laughs> did you guys ever see someone breathe in and out of their asshole? No, but I'd watch no, it know, once, dude. How do you do sure. it? I you just. I don't know. He was, he would like, he would throw his legs over his head. He would, his asshole would like gape and it would like take a breath <laughs> and then he'd fart it out. And then oh, he could probably oh suck his own God. dick. Uh, no, 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 no. But he, he could breathe <laughs> in and out of his asshole. It was, oh my, my buddy was nodding off and I was ready to go. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I was just, it's, it's still, we were drinking a yeah. pounding bottle of Jameson's, I remember. And I got off. I don't know where I got off. And, it was pumping. And it was like 11.30 at night. I'm like, where the fuck is this? This subway is pumping. I don't know where I'm at. Yeah. And I remember I was trying to talk to this chick, and she kept walking away. And, like, she was like, give me a hint. And I turn around, and I see, like, these three guys, like, following me. Oh. And, like, I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and I'm definitely in the wrong neighborhood. Whatever, man. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I start walking towards the end of the train. And I'm, like, the biggest train person. So I'm, like, looking at it. I'm like, fuck it, man. I'm not getting robbed. I hopped on the tracks. And I'm like, come on. I just start running down the tunnel. And I'm like, yo, oh. and, I, and I'm not a train person. And I'm looking back. I'm like, fuck it. I'm running. I don't know which way the train's coming. So I keep looking back because it could be coming from that way. could be coming from this way. And there was like a catwalk that just didn't keep going through the whole thing, which would make sense. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I'm walking on that when I can. And now I'm like trying to run. I remember falling once and looking at the third rail like that. I'm like, all right, get it together, Tom. I already committed. You know what I mean? Oh. And now I see lights coming, and I'm like, all right, I don't know, I don't know about like 
inertia or like wind sucking me in. So I get off the tracks, I hold on to this pole, and the train's going by, and I'm like, fuck <laughs> So I'm running, and I finally see the next station. I hop out, and for an electric train, it's pretty dirty. I'm like soot on me like it was like coal. You know what I mean? Holy. And I hop, pull up myself onto the tracks. I remember this lady looking at me like, what's this crazy white boy doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I got up and like... <clears throat> Hindsight from working at UPS in the neighborhood, it was like uh, the A or the C that goes by like maybe Liberty or, or somewhere in Pennsylvania. And yeah, I walked yeah. to the Exxon that used to be on Pickett in, in Pennsylvania. Hindsight working at UPS, there was a subway and I was like, I was like just trying to hide out, trying to figure out how to get home. And then fucking uh, some guy, some guy let me in his cab to give me a ride home and then he stole my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Scumbag. Oh my god. Dude, that is like the most dangerous thing. I know. But I didn't get robbed. <laughs> Scumbags. <laughs> Imagine by chance. Like, I played a lotto, I gambled. There's always a chance. He could be what are these guys? Like, yo, remember that fat guy we were gonna rob that time? <laughs> There's a chance. There's a chance. Dude, could, I, like, I, like, I like that after all that effort, he still got his phone stolen anyway. Yeah. Oh my god, like, dude. They had the plaz the partition. I don't know how I was trying to show him something and it fell in and then he locked it and then he wouldn't <laughs> Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Oh after after all that, I got robbed anyway. <laughs> Scumbags. Dude, I can't believe you didn't even not only jump on the tracks to go to the other platform, you ran through the tunnel to the next station. Well, I, I, it was good. At, at a certain point, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I was nervous because it's scary down there. Like, I remember going like this to the guys, like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, oh the like my let's God. see how tough you are. You're on this three. Let's go. Let's go in the dark. <laughs> yeah, it, it had to be like pitch black. Now, yeah. Man. And it's frightening. Dude. And like, just going back and forth, like, Looking like, because you don't know which way the train's coming. The you know? amount of rats there, dude. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> but when I fell, like I tripped once, and I remember just, it was a surreal moment of looking at the third rail, like, come on, Tom, get it together. And I'm pissed drunk, partying. Holy you know, like, well, that'll yeah. sober you up a little. Yeah, you know, that fall, yeah. I'm, I remember looking at the third rail, like, get it together. Because, you, you know, there was always, as a kid, you're like, you can't pee on the third rail. I don't know why people would <laughs> be pissing it'll, on the third rail. But that was the thing. You don't want to come get, back up. And yeah, yeah, you get electrocuted. You know? Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. But let's go Knicks, you know? <laughs> Just you and the Ghostbusters are the only people that I've ever heard of walking on those train tracks. Wow. <laughs> and, like, MTA, wow. get it together. Why is the catwalk stop at certain points like you know uh, what i mean like it probably, should go through the whole tunnel probably because not only not even the workers are like <laughs> there's no reason we'd ever need to walk between stations and I, you know, I don't even remember how long i was down there because the next stop takes a little while on the train let alone yes probably a two mile walk and mile walk i can't i never did a pull-up my whole life i know people are like obviously but like i that's <laughs> my goal you know what i mean i do one pull-up before i die and uh <laughs> the reason the train exists like that is because it's too far to walk <laughs> and you did and then but pulling myself up off the tracks i was like impressed because the adrenaline you know yeah. i had finally seen this the, the where i was trying to get to like dude oh, what a feeling a what a feeling that must have been though as you like are approaching the end and you see like the light <sighs> from the station dude and that is the other station was pumping this one there was a couple of people like a normal 11 wow. 11 30 at night train station i don't even i don't even ride the train <laughs> dude, i'd be horrified if i just saw some dude fucking in his knicks gear on a saturday night come out from the tunnel i've seen people <laughs> jump the the tracks but like coming 
out from the tunnel, coming out, be like, oh, this guy's here to murder everybody here. <laughs> I've, I've seen kids riding on the top. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's it. something I've seen recently. Like, and that I wouldn't even do, let alone run under the, f- run in the fucking I just, tunnels. I just didn't want to get robbed, man. I, I felt it. I felt it. Yeah. Fish out of water, trying to talk to this girl. And like, it was a last minute. My friend was nodding off and the door opened. I didn't know where I was. I ran out of the door, right closed right behind me. And then at that point, I knew I fucked up. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you also left your buddy asleep on the train? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a friend. What a fucking friend. I always love the line, it was at that point I knew I fucked up. <laughs> uh, uh, how, yeah, you might be asking yourself, how did I end up in this situation? Yeah. So this girl got murdered on a Friday, and then little five is like Thursday through Sunday. Yeah. She got murdered on a Friday, and then the Saturday, my friend's visiting, and she's like, I know this girl got murdered, but like, I do want to party. <laughs> and, and she's like, I am visiting you. So like, you do have to drink with me. <laughs> yeah. Did the campus like shut down when that happened? Kind, like a little bit. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, like little five was they're like, uh, they're like, someone did get murdered, but we are going to party. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, well, how long we're did not going to call it off. Oh, her, her friend was like, I did pay $45 for a mega bus to come <laughs> so, here. So. How, uh, how long did it take uh, them to catch the guy? I think like, tw- I think 24 hours. Pretty quick, yeah. Pretty quick. That's crazy. Of the, yeah. But then, so then we're like drinking all day. Okay. Drinking all fucking day. We go back for a little nap. We wake up. And G- Gabby, she wants like, um, a, it's called like Big Mac. It was just like a mac and cheese sandwich. Okay. And I was like, well, I'm fucked up. I can't drive. She's like, oh, I'm good to drive. She's mm. hammered. So she's driving my car and she rolls a stop sign. And because someone just got fucking murdered, there's all these cops oh. around. Okay. And so then uh, she rolls the stop sign and there's like two like stop signs are behind us. A cop light goes on and he starts like falling uh. us. Gabby turns to me and says, I can't get another DUI <laughs> and fucking floors it. <laughs> floors it. She's running from the cops in my car. And then she like, she runs, she like goes down a couple of stop signs. She t- takes her right. She takes another left. We're in someone's yard. She turns off all the lights. She's like, get out of the car. We get out and we're hiding for the next four hours. Holy oh my shit. God. Yes. Yo. Yeah, dude. And it was, it was. She was like, you know what? I was actually very drunk. And I was like, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> this is terrible. This is what a. I can't believe you got away. I know. So like, I am just beat. I'm down. Like the, uh, I'm like just depressed on the platform. And this kid bumps into me. And I don't even say anything. I'm just like, whatever. And then he, he goes, uh. As he's walking away from me, he goes, yo, you ever do anything like that again? I'll cut your throat. Which is like a trigger for me. Because that's only been said to me one other time in my life. <laughs> and my re- for you. Yeah, my reaction was very you know, was very aggressive. And what did you do? To that guy? Yeah. That happened on a construction site. And I had a come along. You know what a come along is? No. It's this tool. It's on a long stick. And it's fucking uh, got a big metal plate oh, on the end Is that of what it. they hit? You pull the yes, concrete with yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah. I went after that guy with that thing. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he tried to act like he was having a heart attack. He was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, you ain't fucking sick, That's you great. fucking piece of shit. Yeah. So he says that to me. He goes, yo, you do that again. I'll cut your throat. And like so many things just rushed through my head. Like it perks me up. And I was like really weak. And then I don't know. I felt like I was, it kind of like woke me up a little bit. Right. Yeah. And I just go, uh, I turn around. I go, what did you say? And he goes, you heard me. I said, I'll cut your throat. And I just grabbed him by the throat and by his belt buckle. He had one of them silly ass fucking belt buckles on. I tried to get him up over my head, but I only got him about like head high. Holy and then I just shit. dropped him on his face. And then uh, the people on the platform held me until the fucking cops got oh there. Oh my uh, God. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Now, and then the cop, the cop was the best, man. I got to tip my hat to him because he's asking the kid. He goes, hey, he's asking me what happened. I'm telling him what happened. And the kid is like fucking... On Queer Street, and he's like, "Do you want to press charges?" And the kid was like, "No, no, no." He was like, "All right, let's fucking get the fuck wow. out of here." Yeah, Woo. yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's lucky. That's the craziest thing that I've ever physical altercation I've gotten to on that. But the, I could tell the kid was definitely fucked up, man. Like, I don't know if he was on drugs or had mental health issues, but I also too had mental health issues. So. Yeah. But, sure. but, but you don't know how And then many- I got a job right after that, so. <laughs> Hell, that's what you had to do. You needed a release, dude. Yeah. It yeah, woke I, you up. I killed my next interview. Yeah. They're like, so tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm like, well, I don't let people threaten me on the subway platform. <laughs> I will I will uh, stoop to physical violence if need be. Well, I did just get into a physical <laughs> altercation, and uh, you know what? Yeah. This is way less difficult than talking to the police. So <laughs> yeah. how do I handle conflicts? Uh, in the office, I would, do, I would do it verbally. But if we're on the train platform, <laughs> yes. I'm fucking blaming you on your face yeah yeah oh dude <laughs> bro dude i told i told a couple stories my dad uh he there was a halloween where i dressed uh i told this on uh, a couple things but I, I was dressed as a ninja with real swords <laughs> real fucking swords like full five hundred dollar like samurai <laughs> fucking swords. When the fuck was this? <laughs> you gotta put an age on this motherfucker. Like last year? <laughs> no, no, no. It's like the same, like right around the same time. It's probably oh maybe two years after this, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, and uh, I get blacked out drunk, and my mom won't let me in the house. I get dr- I get like thrown out of the car oh on the God. front lawn, kind of thing. Like I was at a party, and yeah. You know, being my, I, you know, it's always so funny. And I, I was thinking about this, like when you bring your like crew that you grew up with to like s- another, like a little more yeah, higher yeah. brow mm-hmm. kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And it just, you just, oh yeah. Oh, you're, you just, you guys just fucking take it over. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody's oh, having yeah. fun. Wait till my guys get here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're like Jimmy's gonna be jumping on the hood of your car soon so good luck I hope you have insurance <laughs> cause he doesn't oh my god yeah did you pull the swords out so I was whipping the swords around and uh yeah oh, let me let me get that diet coke let me slice the yeah. diet coke bottle you're out in the yard you're like mom mom come see this new trick I learned <laughs> throw me some fruit mom <laughs> Now I get, uh, she won't let me in the house. I had like passed out, pissed myself. I'm laying in the front lawn. It's like, you know, October cold. Yeah. I'm fucking pit, soaked in piss. <laughs> you still got your weapons? Yeah, I still got my weapons. Cool. She calls my dad to come over. He comes over middle of the night to fucking pick me up. And I find out the next morning, because I don't know, any, this is all yeah. I'm yeah. being told to me. I Because I wake <laughs> up in the morning, uh, 
hogtied to the bottom of a bed, <laughs> to the foot of a bed of my aunt's uh, my aunt's bedroom. Oh <laughs> yeah, my, God. my dad was staying. So uh, he's like, "Yeah, dude, come get you fucking swinging these fucking swords at me." <laughs> Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, <laughs> That's so funny, dude. He refers to it as the Night of the Ninja. It was, uh, <laughs> hey, it's, hey, we, it's talked about still. Swinging swords <laughs> at me, dude. <laughs> oh, good, dude. Uh, Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Ed, do you think you should really get real swords for this costume? <laughs> yeah, I don't see how it could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole thing was I had access to the swords, and I was like, you know, I'm like... I, It'd be crazy not to use these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what can I be that needs a sword? Uh, let me Samurai? Think, let me think. Too racist. Uh, <laughs> Ninja suit. Yeah, you just cover it up. Yeah, so I'm all in black, oh right? I'm with God. a fucking face mask. <laughs> <Just> swinging <laughs> fucking swords, dude. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, uh, God. And I had to have, you know, my form must have been awful. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. no, just like a, like a baseball bat. Swing. <laughs> like oh. a lasso, right? Yeah. He's just like, what the fuck is it? I imagine it was a, there was a tackle. Yeah. You know, yeah. some sort. Yeah. Give me the fucking swords. Well, Luke, you, you came uh, a little bit late today, and you got me in trouble because I got stuck uh, watching Dylan's new favorite All show right, with dude. him. All right. Oh, boy. He's he's become a big young Sheldon head. Of course. <laughs> Dude, of unironically. Course. Dude, that's the thing. You got to realize about Dylan's taste. They're all unironic, which is, <laughs> it's respectable. If he was like Brooklyn-y and doing it as a bit, I'd be like, okay, very funny. Yeah. Dylan's the guy doing it for real. Oh, I know. He's he's he he was kept telling me he was like no dude watch it though it is this funny is a new low. he kept coming it is funny and then and then there was it's... nothing funny about it and I like an asshole kept going was that supposed to be funny <laughs> and, he, and and then he starts going well this episode isn't that great the first like four that I watched really good episode okay can I tell you dude this is as we're watching it as we're watching it what are you a 78 year old woman who watches you dude it's a little mindless it's a little mindless sitcom it's not bad I've been getting you know what it is I've been getting the feeds they keep giving me the shorts on YouTube so I'm like, oh, this doesn't look bad. So I saw it. It was on HBO. So I was like, oh, I'll just but throw it. But the algorithm that on. feeds you that is based on your interest. All right, dude. So they're like, this is a yeah. perfect demographic. And, All right. And boy, did they nail it. <laughs> boy, did they nail it. Dude, are you a big, big bang theory guy? No, not at all. I think that show's really? bad. Speaking of, when I'm watching Young Sheldon, Young hanging <laughs> out, dude. Hanging out, just getting a little young ass, dude. <laughs> hanging out with my boys. You can't call it young ass. <laughs> young ass. No, that makes you sound like a that makes you sound that like does. a That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna start calling it eight year old Sheldon, and that's when it becomes a problem. Dude, how much of a creep does Dylan look like? He brings a girl home. She's like, "What are you doing? Just watching Young Sheldon." That's all. I just. <laughs> I will say it's, it's like Big Bang Theory, but he's a little boy. <laughs> It is worse. It's like Big Bang Theory, but sexier. <laughs> uh, this show just had a younger child in it. Dude, that's It's so not good. Funny. I get it. I get it. I told my mom I was watching. She goes, oh, Dylan. <laughs> Your mom. Yeah. That's She's so like, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, just catching up on some, uh, some TV. She's like, what are you watching? I was like, you know, I just started watching the show Young Sheldon. Have you ever seen it? It's not bad. <laughs> well, you've, you've heard his music, right? Well, dude, you actually said one of the funniest things because we walked into the club the other night and I was with my girlfriend and she goes, oh, Dylan, you always have the best playlists. And you were like, are you serious? 
Are you serious? He basically plays music for, what did you say? I said it's Forever 21 music. It's, <laughs> dude, it's the music that they play at a strip mall in Lansing, Michigan. Like, it's like when you're, when you're trying on shirts at H&M, it's the exact, that's the music Dylan loves. It's like, unironically, every song's like, I want to get better. <laughs> like, it's unreal, dude. Hey, listen. Dude, it's strip mall music. I stand by that song. It's a great song, dude. dude it amps you up. Because no, you know what? I do want to get better. <laughs> you know, I think I actually think that's a respectable quality of yours. Thanks, dude. I, I agree with you saying that. It's just that he will just be listening to some fucking some forty one or whatever it is, and if somebody makes fun of it, you'll be like, "Nah, dude, this is a great song." Yeah, no, <laughs> All right, fuck it, hell yeah. No, no, Dylan has like un, like he's he's very like unabashed about it. He is confident in his taste. They happen to be the taste of like. A, a, like a 32-year-old autistic woman in Columbus, Ohio. But like, it's like... It's my like crowd, you, dude. It's my crowd. If you're from middle America and you happen to be a little on the spectrum and you were a lady, you would listen to that song and you would you would really enjoy Young Sheldon. I he, think this is who it's bought, made for. Dylan's an angsty cat. Dylan's, <laughs> yeah, Dylan's a little... Yeah, Dylan's a little and I went to this bar with my twin sister and a few of her friends and then my buddy that I was telling you about. We'll call him Jim. So we go to this bar... And I'm just, oh, I don't want to use it. Shout out, Jim. He has like a whole family and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, now. Yeah. I don't want to. So I go to this bar and we're just getting after it. And I'm like hanging out with my twin sister and her friends because she was popular. She had a lot of hot friends. So we're all hanging out, just mm -hmm. having a good time. And I'll, I'll, I'll never forget it. We leave the bar and I'm pretty drunk at this point. And there's this guy, looked like a smaller version of Machine Gun Kelly, like spindly, like yeah, tattoos okay. everywhere, white guy, but it's Daytona. So he, you know, he thought he wasn't. And he's just like talking to my sister, my twin sister, my baby. I call her my baby sister because we're 30 minutes apart. You know, it's actually pretty dumb. You said your twin sister and then you said my sister came and my first question was, how old is she? Is she older? <laughs> okay, that's how dumb I was. Well, I call there. her my baby sister because I'm six one and she's like, she's like five two maybe. And so like I always, and she's 30 minutes younger, which in twin logic is huge. That's a huge difference. Normally it's like a minute to 30 yeah. seconds. So I always call her my baby sister. So this guy's just flirting with her, and I didn't like the cut of his jib. So at one point, we're outside, and he's getting into his car. And the whole time, hey, baby, let me get your number. And my sister's drunk, screaming her phone number at the top of her lungs, hitting me like, Brennan, you always get in the way of everything. What's wrong yeah. with you? Blah, blah, blah. And um, as he gets into the car, I said, no, man, why don't you just leave us alone? And he shuts the door. Windows are down. It's him in the back seat. his buddy in the front, another buddy in the other back seat, And then his, his sister, which I learned later, is driving. And he goes, hey, man, like, I'm a good guy. And I said, no, I, I really don't think you are. And as he rolls up his window, he goes, well, then fuck you, Frosted Flake. So I turn to the car and I go, I can't hear you. And then I took my forehead and I put it through the car window. <laughs> Shattered the car window. Shattered it. Oh. And it's a, I talk about the story on stage, and the, the tag is don't ever knock yourself before you get into a fight. <laughs> but I wasn't uncommon. Like, I hit it, and I was, like, knocked out. Uh, it was a standing knockout where, like, I saw the spots, and I kind of blacked out for a second. And then he goes, oh, fuck no. And he gets out of the car, and then his two buddies get out of the car, and then his sister is screaming. Obviously, I just shattered her car yeah. window. <laughs> She's screaming, oh, my God, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then I'm in a weird conundrum now. Because I'm not a fighter. Like, I'm not, I don't know how to fight. I was never, like, a fighting kid. We used to box sometimes in high school, but, like, I've yeah. always lost. Yeah. So now there's three guys out of the car. And in my head, in my drunken head, I make this split decision where I go, well, I'm not going to fight. Like, I, I played my hand. Like, that was my, <laughs> my thing was, like, I'm going to shatter the window, scare the shit out of these guys, and then the sister's just going to take off. They're yeah. going to be so frightened. <laughs> 
That's not what happened, though. They all got out, and I was like, fuck. So in my head, I think, well, there's two ways I can play it. I can either just try and start fighting them, which I will lose, or I can play the I'm such a psycho, you really don't want to do this card. So obviously, yeah, I, yeah. I play the card. I'm like hit punching myself in the face. I'm like, I'll fucking kill all of you. Are you out of your fucking mind? Come at, like fucking Ronnie and Jersey Shore, come at me, bro. <laughs> like just screaming, punching myself in the face. Blood's obviously running down oh my, my face. I'm going to be honest with you, too. They called my bluff. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, by God, it worked. No, they called the bluff. And Dude. as someone who played football my whole life, the only thing I really know how to do is to like make a form tackle. So the one guy, the uh, MGK guy is in front of me, and then his two friends are kind of flanking me. Oh, yeah. So I just run full speed at him. Perfect form tackle. Pick him up. Drive him into the ground. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And as I go to stand up, Kick in the back of the head, oh. stumble, kick in the fucking side. Now I'm on the ground. Um, he, like, gets out from under me and gets behind me, and then they just start kicking me. Now, again, my buddy, Jim, is in the bar, and he's with, like, all these bouncers and club owners and stuff. So I turn and I army crawl as I'm getting hit in the back of the head and kicked <laughs> and stuff. And I, like, army crawl and, like, halfway get myself up and get open the bar door and then Jim looks at me and I go, hell, and all these fucking like that bouncers and club owners and stuff come out and pick these dudes up and throw them out and kick the shit out of them. Oh. Cops have been called. My buddy Jim looks at me. He goes, you have to get out of here. And then I turn and the bar manager, who's one of the guys who didn't like me because he knew I could get into some trouble. Yeah, clearly. He looks <laughs> at me and just has this disappointed look on his face. And I just remember saying over and over, it was my sister, man. It was my sister. Like, what did you want me to do? It was my sister. And then Jim grabs me and shakes me. He goes, you have to get out of here right now. Oh, yeah. And so he God. points me to the back door. He goes, go out the back. And I'm, I'm still trying to like get this bar manager to like not be mad at me. <laughs> People pleasing. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Like, you get it, right? You have a sister. Like, because his sister was like in our same high school class. I was like, you have a younger sister. Like, you totally. And then Jim is like, Brennan, get the fuck out of the bar. So I run out through the back, hop a fence, because I'm, you know, I'm an athlete. I hop, it's like a big, it's like yeah. one of those 10 foot privacy fences. Dude, me and Ray are athletes. We get <laughs> yeah. it. Hop that. And it was like GTA. I know Dane has a joke, Dane Cook, about like, you know, you could just shoot a cop in the face and then wander around for five minutes. But it was just like that. I hopped the fence and I can see it's downtown Daytona. So you can see the, like the, mm -hmm. the siren, you can hear the sirens and you can see the flashing lights of the police reflecting off buildings. So I know they're looking for me. There's one of those big electrical boxes, big green boxes in the alley. So I get behind the box and I just sit like this. So the alley's behind me and yeah. I'm behind the box like this. And I see the cop cars going by with the fucking cop flashlights like out, like the car lights out, you yeah. know, that little maneuverable one. And they just keep driving up and down the street, up and down the street. Don't ever find me. And then <laughs> once it just kind of quiets down, I call my buddy and he's like, we're like two blocks away. And I stumble over there and they patch me up. You know, I end up not going to the hospital or anything. But that was the point where I almost got into serious trouble because one of the cops that came down there was uh, frequented one of the establishments that Jim owned. Mm -hmm. And he told me the next day she showed up and she was like, yeah, that was crazy. Because like, she was the first officer on the scene. So yeah. the next day she goes to his place and she goes, yeah, that was crazy last night. She goes, thank God we didn't find that kid. We would have like had to arrest him for like assault and property damage. Like he would have been going away for a long time. Yeah. And then Jim was just like, yeah, God, that's crazy. Too bad you guys <laughs> didn't find him. 
that's what I was gonna say. You could you yeah, you damaged the the vehicle. Yeah, they never came after you for that? No, so what ended up happening was um after the because once the bouncers and stuff got involved, the guys just like got in the car and they took off because then they uh, were outnumbered. Yeah. And then at that point it's a fucking bar in Daytona. Like, what are you gonna do? Go back and get someone's name or something? Yeah. Like that was, it was over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They fled the scene, I fled the scene, so there was no one to file a report. So we're drinking, we got the Henny going, we got the blunt, we were smoking that, we get into the party, I'm double fisting the G&Ts, a couple Jack and Cokes to sweeten it out every now and again. Nice. Because I still miss the Mountain Dew and gin, right? But I don't do it as much because I tried to get a little more uh, a little more adult about it. A little classy. Yeah, we'd call ourselves Jindus when we'd get real fucked up. <laughs> so, um, we, till this day, my buddy can't drink Mountain Dew. He's like, even the smell of it <laughs> takes me back, makes me so sick. So we're in this party. I'm man. There are just girls walking all over the place. It's phenomenal. Crazy. These calendar girls. All the girls are there. You know, you know. I'm screaming out the months. I'm like January. Get back here. <laughs> I'm just like acting wild. And my buddy's having a time too. It's fantastic. And um, then um, this is the last moment I remember of the party. Right. And then yeah. the rest of it gets filled in by uh, by Ed. But so my cousin calls me up and he goes, Hey, what are you up to? And I go, Buddy, calendar party. Girls everywhere it's phenomenal you know and he goes come through don't worry about it my boy got you um and he go and he's like all right cool i'm coming through right now uh i walk out of the i walk out of the bar and um the place is called calico jacks i don't know if anyone remembers Uh, it's a place in midtown real shithole it's closed yeah so um then my cousin rolls up and we walk back to the entrance and the bouncer goes what are you doing? And I go, what? He goes, you think you left on your own? (laughs) I threw you out of here. (laughs) What a feeling where you're, you go from cool guy to just instant loser. Hey, no, we'll skip the line. I'll get you in. And guys, like, actually we kicked him out. So you guys both got to go get pizza. My cousin hopped out of the cab, looked at me, saw this whole situation went down, put his hand back up, got in the cab, and left. He was with me all but four minutes. That's holy shit. That's so funny, dude. So, so then I black out. I don't remember anything else. <laughs> so then I call up the next the next morning. I wake up. I'm in my uh, I'm in my room, and uh, I got two slices of pizza. One in the bed, face down, and the other one on the floor. I had a loft bed, mind you, so I had to climb a ladder to get in this pizza, and apparently one slice didn't make it. So I call, I look at my, I'm looking at my, you know, I call up the Chase Bank, and they're like, yeah, you spent money in the West Village. And I go, that doesn't make sense. I was in Midtown. So now I got to do a little piecing together. Oh, shit. Yeah. I call up Ed. Uh, he doesn't answer. And I'm now trying to figure, I'm like, why? I was in this place in the West Village. There's not many bars there. And yeah. I'm thinking, what happened? Did I, did I go home with somebody? What went, what went down? And um, I, Ed finally calls me back. And I go, what happened, dude? And he was like, oh, man, it was crazy. And I was like, yeah, okay. He goes, we went to a calendar party. I go, yeah, I know. I brought you there. <laughs> he goes, I think your cousin came. And I go, yeah, I think he was there, but I think he left. He goes, yeah. And he goes, we went to an SNL party. I go, what? He goes, yeah, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Stop, dude. Yes. Apparently, we had gotten invited to a Saturday Night Live after party. Holy shit. Yeah. Somebody had called Ed, and he said, you want to come through? And he goes, yeah, we're just leaving this calendar party. And so then we get into a cab. We go to a Saturday Night Live after party. We're there. We're, he, we're getting fucked up. Uh, I go, all right, Ed, tell me what I said to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Was I talking to a man named Lorne? <laughs> 
He goes, he goes, I was talking to Bill Hader. He liked me. <laughs> oh my God, dude. And I go, what about me? What about me? What was I doing? Was I, what, what went down? He goes, you, he goes, huh. And he just had to think about it because all he could think about is the things he was doing. Yeah. Right. Cause you know, cause he was like really messed up. So he's recounting his night. He's talking to different comics. He's talking to different celebrities. Holy he's shit. meandering around the entire place. He goes, you were at the ATM for a few minutes. I don't know what you were doing, but I don't think you got money out of it. And I go, well, that makes sense because I didn't take any, I didn't see any withdrawals. Yeah. But I did open my wallet and I saw my library card was in front of my ATM card. <laughs> so I think I might've been using my library card to get money in and out. So then at some point I go, well, what did I do after that? He goes... Oh, you sat at the bar and then you fell asleep. <laughs> and I go, did I speak to anybody? He goes, no, not, not one person. You didn't talk to one person. Instead, you fell asleep. And I was like, the entire time? He goes, yeah, until we had to leave. And I go, oh, that's, you know what? I'll take it. I, dude, I best was just going to say that. Honestly. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Best case. And then Ed said something to me that I'll never forget. He just went silent for a minute. And then he goes, yeah, man. And that was like a long pause. And then he went. Henny will get you. <laughs> <laughs> the second week I had my brand new car, I got a brand new Cadillac CTS. I was in love, in love with it, right? Black, black leather. It was amazing. So we're sitting in the front seat. Now, the ride from that place to the restaurant was maybe less than a mile, mm -hmm. right? And on side streets where it's 30 miles an hour. I hop in the car. As soon as I'm getting the car started, he's already got the CD case out, got the whole gram poured on the fucking CD case, Jesus. right? Tropping up lines. I'm literally flying out of the parking lot, making a left onto the street, going about 85 miles an hour. As soon as I make the turn to get on the street that the restaurant's on, lights go off. And I'm like, oh, fuck, shit. dude. And I turned to him. I was like, dude, Mike, you got to fucking do all that right now. And he's like two steps ahead of me. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, stop. I'm pulled over already. I'm stopped, right? And he's like, just fucking like doing it all, like the whole gram. And like, this wasn't like the Coke water guy's shit. This was like the Good. shit. Yeah. Good. So like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm like going for my license. Like I roll and I roll down the window and I have my license. I don't even get like this with my license. And the cop grabs it and throws it on the ground. He's got the flashlight on him. He's like, Truso, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's just going off on He's going off on me. He's like, if I didn't know your uncle, I would be fucking hauling your ass into fucking the station right now, 85 miles an hour on a fucking 30 mile an hour street. And I'm trying to interrupt him and be like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Slow it the fuck down with this car. I'm going to impound it. I know it's new. Like he's fucking yelling at me oh like this, right? Oh my God. So I'm like, okay, okay. And he like just walks away. So I open the door, like I like grab my license off the ground, like I like roll, I turn, I, like the first time I make eye contact with Mike, dude, he's got coke <laughs> all over his face, bro. Like it's not even like hidden; it's up here in his eyebrows, dude. I'm like, how did it get in your, how did it get in your eyebrows, right? Like, and he's like, and the first thing he says to me, like, he's like, dude, you gotta take me to the hospital. Like he's flying, bro, right? And the only thing I think of, like, I'm such a dick, bro. I was like, you owe me sixty bucks. <laughs> like I was like, fucking, that's the first thing I thought of, is I was pissed that I didn't have. <laughs> we had to go get him Xanax to calm him down. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Uh, my wallet gets stolen, right? And I'm all pissed about it. I like the girls left. They had left, and that's when I realized it was gone. So I called her and I was like, "Hey, did you accidentally like? Did you or your friend like see my wallet or grab it off the bar by accident or something?" And um, 
I, I did not accuse her, but I texted her the next day. I was like, hey, great meeting you. Never texted me back. So, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe she did steal it. But I'm outside because I'm like, they have a surveillance video, but they won't show it to me unless the cops like file a report. Yeah. So I call the police and I was like, I'm pretty sure these guys next to me stole it. But, you know, they're not giving it to me. And then uh, Tilson is in the bar with this other comic. I won't say his name out of uh, respect. But uh, Tilson comes mm. out and he goes, hey, man, we got to go. I go, what happened? He goes, I feel like Tilson cleans up shop at every bar. There's no way. Well, he goes, the bar, uh, he goes, the, uh, the owner, the, the bartender just asked us to leave. I go, why? What happened? He goes, well, I thought it was for us because like we were like arguing with the guys about my wallet. He goes, oh, the, the guy, this guy, let's say Rob, um, he was in there after I walked outside, he, this girl like bumped into him. And, like, gave him, like, a sneer, like, how dare you even, like, look at me kind of thing. Goes and sits down. And this is a good-looking guy. And he walks over the table to these three women. And he goes, hey, I just want to let you know that the three of you are disgusting wild pigs. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wild is the funniest part of that. Wild. And the girl stood up and fucking started like screaming in his face, started like trying to slap him and shit. And then the bartender Tilson was like, did hey, this? no, no, this no, is no. the other guy that Tilson was with, the comic who I'm not mentioning his name. And Tilson comes out and he goes, yeah, we, we got to leave. We got to, oh, we got to get no. out of here. This is, this is at that bar? Yeah. And then I walked back in to use the bathroom and the bartender came over and he was like, hey, um, are you, um, are you guys like trying to fight these guys that you think stole your wallet? And I was like, no, why? Like, I'm just going to get the surveillance video. What? And he was like, okay, because they're afraid to leave because they think that you're outside waiting for him, uh, waiting for these guys. And I was like, dude, nothing made me feel more tough in a moment. And I was like, dude, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. What am I going to do? Nothing. <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys probably would have got your asses kicked oh, by the wild fat pigs. Thousand percent. Dude. <laughs> I travel below my means because, like, when I go away, I'm like, I'm looking for like the cheapest shit yeah. possible to like cheapest places to stay in. I picked a hostel for all of us. Like, all my friends, are like, Brand, like, you booked the hostel. I'm like, all right, cool. Booked a 30 person mixed dorm hostel. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, at a camp. A campsite. Oh, that we sounds sh- so bad. Dude, we show up. It's just a bunch of Australian hippies running the fucking thing. And oh. we get in there and it's like us and then like a bunch of Australian like kids that are like 20, like they're like 20, 21. Yeah. And then like like six girls that are deaf. They're deaf. Like straight <laughs> up like deaf, which is wild. And well, like- that is not. Did you, did you just did you just say that because they wouldn't fuck you or pay Dude, attention no, to your no, flirting? They were the horniest people. <laughs> Every time in I walked the room, <laughs> they were the horniest people in the room, dude. It was kind of nuts. Wait, how do you know they were horny, dude? Because uh, at the hostel, like it's one of these, like it's called Stoke Travel. You can look this up. Okay, I mean, it's all just like. It's all meant for like people who are trying to party while traveling around the world. That's right? that's kind of the ideal way to travel, right? So you show up and it's open bar. Uh, for the whole time you're there. So it's like people are already, like as soon as you get there, they're like, oh, what's, what's up, Mike? Welcome, <laughs> Chug this sangria that we're all chugging. And you're like, I don't even care. What's mono in Spain? That doesn't fucking exist. And, you know, you're just fucking hanging out. There's like a wheel you could spin, like um, like by like their their DJ stage. And like on the wheel, it's like kiss a stranger. And like, dude, these deaf girls Pretty kept dumb. spinning this fucking wheel. <laughs> and then they would like, you know, like you rig a wheel to like land on whatever you yeah, wanted. Yeah. They would land it on kiss a stranger. And then the deaf girls would be like, oh. 
Because, like, that's all they can say. Yeah. They're doing, like, this shit. But they're like, oh, like, you gotta, you know? And I'm like, I'll kiss a fucking deaf girl. So I kissed one of them. That's great. Yeah, dude. One of them had night terrors. One of them had night terrors. I shit you not. In the middle of the night, I don't want. I've done the voice on a podcast, but I know one day it's gonna come back to bite me. I mean, me you gotta ass. do it now, dude. Our, our, our listeners would be furious if you dude, didn't do it. Thirty people mixed dorm. We're all in <laughs> bunk Jesus beds, Christ. right? I'm ass to ass with some dude from Australia. My buddy is above me, and then I got my other buddies next to me, dude. All we hear pitch dark at night we're getting ready to run with the bulls in like three hours we're all like drunk as shit like you know we've been drinking all day all we hear is like (laughs) i'm like oh my god is she having a fucking nightmare We're like, oh my god, who's gonna wake her up? Yeah, Yeah, because you have to go over there to wake her up. (laughs) But you can't. You can't like wake them up because like they'll fucking during a night terror. You ever seen Step Brothers? Sleepwalk, you wake them up, they fucking fight you. So we just had to wait for it to just stop. Did it happen for a while? Dude, it happened for like 10 minutes. It was like periodically we would go quiet. But we were crying. I mean, like and then all my friends are like Dude, we got to get out of here. And I'm like, no, this is what we paid for. This <laughs> is worth the money. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it is mean. But even if you're laughing, it's they can't funny. tell. I mean, I kissed they her. They can't hear I, you. I did either. kiss her. So oh, I was like, that's, was, my, that's my baby girl. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude. And she was the one you kissed? Yeah, of <laughs> course. Awesome. Why would? Because that's dude. what life does. You, you know what I mean? And then she had night terrors <laughs> <laughs> immediately <laughs> after. I'm not How do you know there were night coincidence. She might have just been dreaming about getting fucked by you. And yeah, that's, her, that's probably what it was. I was, giving it, I was giving it to her. Yeah. <laughs> a little too good. Just Jeez. drilling her. Drilling Helen Keller in the fucking, <laughs> fucking hospital. Hey, you know what I will say? You're right. That is going to cancel you one day. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that noise. Yeah. All right, come on. It's Troublemakers. That's the name of the pod. We're not true, dude. Know. That's true. I'm causing a stir up here. But yeah, anyway. Uh, fucking, my mom does listen, but you know, other than that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. The fucking festival is crazy. Though. You wake up at like fucking five and then... Uh, you go to the, the town square. They have it like they have the track like set up just wooden and metal barricades just all along like uh, the streets. Nice. It's like a, it's a half mile in total um, starting at the beginning of the town and then like running through all the way to this mini coliseum that they have in like the city mm-hmm. and uh, picture like the Roman coliseum just like smaller and it holds like maybe three thousand people okay and it's packed like that place is sold out like people get there like five you pay like 150 bucks for a ticket and you wait for the runners to get in and then that's kind of like when all like the crazy celebrations begin Mm -hmm. uh but from five to eight you're kind of just like walking the track kind of like because you can start at any point in the track like wherever you want and we met this coincidentally we met this guy and uh he's like hey it's your first time we were like yeah like what about you he goes i've been running for like the last like five years and we were like, oh, like, why? And <laughs> was he from right. Spain or he speak English? Uh, no, he was totally English. Like, oh, totally, like, awesome. American. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, so we're like, why? And going back to, like, the whole gambling addiction thing, it's just like, he's like, well, I, you know, I just love the adrenaline rush. He's like, and each year I do it, I try to get closer and closer to the bulls so that so I can run with the bulls. And we were like, you're going to, like, die. You know what I mean? Like, that's ne- death is next for you. <laughs> And so we're like, all right, sweet. So we're like, what do you, what's your advice for like first timers? He goes, oh, okay. Uh, if I were you, I'd start after Dead Man's Corner. And we were like, what's that? And he goes, okay. So the run kind of starts like a straight fucking bullet line, okay. right? And then it's slight, it's like a slight left. And then it's a straight B line 
uh, to this wall, and then it's a straight 90-degree angle. Like, so every bull and person that's running after, like, the slight left Mm -hmm. is beelining it towards this wall. The people kind of, like, slip a little bit, but the bulls slide. Oh, shit. Because they can't make that right. They can't make that right turn as yeah. sharply as yeah. like a person could. So they all slide, and whoever's there just gets crushed. And Ooh. that's why they call it Dead Man's Corner. Wow. Do but people like, die? Yeah. Oh. Dude, after I found out there was a part of it called Dead Man's Corner, I'd be like, I'll just go grab a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> over. Dude. So we're like, okay, like Dead Man's Corner. And we're like, why Dead Man's Corner? So he's like, okay, so after the bulls slam into the wall, they're at their like least momentum. They're like still trying to gain yeah. the momentum. So when they're running past you, they're not running at their fastest. And we're like, all right, sweet. And uh, we were like, any other tips? He goes, so you're wearing all white. That's like the that's like the uniform, I mm-hmm. guess. And then uh, you're wearing like a like a sash. There's like a like a belt sash thing. Mm-hmm. It's red. And then you're wearing a red scarf. And uh, he was like, we were like, what else? Like other advice do you have? He goes, let me see your scarf. And then he like pulled on it. And he's like, this isn't good because like it didn't come undone. And oh. I was like, I was like, why? And he goes, okay, so here's the thing. The bulls aren't really what you got to worry about. It's the people. Because you got to think, this is like end of the world. Like, this is the closest you're going to get oh. to, like, the end of the world happening in front of your face. And people are just going to be grabbing onto people at all times. Because, like, if it's not them, it's going to be you. So, oh. he's like, if I grab onto your scarf, I can drag you down. Oh, shit. So, he's like, you got to learn how to tie slip knots. We're like, how do you fucking tie that? And so, he showed us how to tie slip knot. He's like, this is perfect. And then uh, we were like, all right, cool. Any other advice? And he goes, yeah, don't. He goes, how many uh, How many of you are there? And we're like, well, there's nine. And he goes, okay, uh, don't run together. And we were like, why? And he goes, well, if you're running next to a fucking person you love and it's between you and him, you're going to want to <laughs> shove the person. So he's like, you need to get next to random people. And I was like, okay. And, uh, Yo. and yeah, so he's like, all right, so you're going to hear the first gunshot at eight o'clock uh like 759 or something like that and then after that it's gonna be like a minute you have a minute to get in your position and then the second gunshot means the bulls are loose you're gonna have at least he goes the run is quick it's like 15 seconds holy shit because the bulls are fucking booking it and so he's like you're gonna have like 15 seconds to kind of like get your shit together once you feel the ground start to rumble and you see those bulls hit that fucking corner you start booking it oh dude so first gunshot goes off i'm like Oh fuck! Like, <laughs> I can't imagine, dude. I cannot imagine the fucking uh, like the nerves, the adrenaline building up dude, in that moment. Because the whole morning, from like five to eight, you're just like chilling. You're just in the town, like just hanging out on like a wooden barricade, like with everybody else that's running. You're talking to other people from like different countries, like where are you from? Like people in Spain don't run. Like it's literally ju- like people from Spain don't run. It's like only oh, tourists. That's so funny. Yeah, like and people like on their balconies. Like it's got to be the coolest. Like from another perspective, it's got to be the coolest tailgate in the world because like people on their balconies are just having the time of their lives. That's what I would do. Yeah. That's oh yeah. And people are throwing sangria at you. Like it's a fucking thing. That's unbelievable. And so. So like people like like uh like picture like the streets of New York like delis like putting up like metal barricades in front of their like doors <laughs> yeah. and then the owners like peering over so like you're in the fucking like like street which is the track and you're like, looking up and these people are like why are you doing this <laughs> <laughs> and you're like ah, I don't know come on it's fun and so uh first gunshot goes off and I'm like oh shit like the whole like crowd goes crazy like everybody's like oh then we're like all right I 
like started to run off instinct. My buddy's like, dude, it's not even starting. And like, I slipped. I was oh, like, oh my no. God, I already hurt my knee. <laughs> no bones even came. I was like, dude, I'm just so nervous. And he goes, dude, don't worry about it. Like, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And we're like, okay. And we start like, you know, like jumping up, like just like getting in our position. And then, uh, second gunshot goes off and then the whole like town just erupts. Like everybody's like, whoa. And then like you hear like, a. Like you feel like it's, I've lived in California for three years. I've never felt an earthquake. This is a close dude. The ground started rumbling. Oh Oh, my God. And then you just hear it, but like, it gets a little quiet. Like, but then you hear like a, Oh, and then you see the bulls like slam into the wall and the whole crowd goes, Oh, (laughs) and you're like, Jesus. (laughs) And then you just start booking it. And then what happens is once you feel like the bulls, like getting closer to you, you break and you go to like the side of the street and you find a doorway. And so it's kind of like musical chairs. So you get into this doorway and you're like with like a bunch of other people, but like there's people like coming up to the door. like, let me in, let me in. You're like, no dude, keep running, keep running. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, Jesus, you know what I mean? And then, um, yeah. So like I'm five yards away from this bowl, like, I'm like, if he turns right, like we're dead. Yeah. You know, they keep, but they keep running past because they're following like one big bull that like leads the pack, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you run into the Coliseum and then they wrangle all, uh, because after that sick, that first pack of six comes, uh, in the third leg of the run, they release another pack of six, but you only get that pack. You only run with that pack if you started at the beginning. That's kind of how it goes. That's why you want to start at Dead Man's Corner because you only get six. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. you don't get like the full experience, but yeah. like it is enough. It's like running a half marathon. Yeah, it's it's, it's enough. Dude, a half mile is yeah, and it's only like it's a quick fucking. They're Dude. they're running a quarter mile in fifteen seconds. Like, do you, do you think yeah. you've ever run faster? Dude, I was in Converse. I was hungover. I'm like, <laughs> this is the worst. I've I've I. But you're not even thinking about your breath. Like, That's what I mean. Just, yeah, you're just fucking booking it. Life or death. Yeah, and That's, cops. Yeah. The cops are on the street, like yelling. They're like, "Keep running, pussy." <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, uh, get into the Coliseum. They wrangle all 12 bulls and then uh, they release uh, six baby bulls one by one with capped horns. And those are the bulls oh. like people fuck with. Like, it's good luck to like slap it on the ass. And you just watch like all the runners kind of so like funny. shift wherever the bull is going. Yeah. But the crowd is like egging the bull on to fucking fuck you up. <laughs> so, it's like gladiator. Dude, you're watching people get like bucked. While there's a commentator in the Coliseum, like you hear the commentator like live and he's like talking in Spanish, like blah, 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 blah. And while he's talking and people are- Spanish? Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was pretty good. Really good. Dude, my Panamanian father would be so proud. And so (laughs) while people are like getting bucked, like this guy's like commentating on everything. He's like, ooh. (laughs) And he's playing the biggest hits of like today. So like people are getting bucked up to like Bad Bunny. That's so fun. Did you guys go in the Coliseum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as I got in the Coliseum, I'll show you videos after. As as soon as I got in the Coliseum, like I literally, like you can, like my friends and I were like, all right, when you get in the Coliseum, there's two TVs apparently. Mm -hmm. And we were like, we're just going to break to the left. And that's how we'll find each other. Okay. Meet up. And uh, I just stayed on the side. You can stay on the side. You're not safe. Like the bull still comes near you, but like you're safer than like being in the dirt. And I was just like, I'm not going to cheat death twice yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna go slap a bull on the ass right right after i just literally watched six bulls run past me dude yeah so people are getting like fucked up in the streets oh yeah yeah yeah. nobody got gored on uh on our day so they drop the newspaper drops with all the casualties uh afterwards (laughs) and uh 
God. Yeah, nobody got gored. It was on like BBC News. BBC News like covers the whole thing, and it, no one, uh, no one got gored on the first day, which was pretty cool. But then uh, we were already gone from Pamplona by the time this happened. I think like the fifth run, there was like three gorings, and one guy was actually from our hometown. No, yeah, oh, Fort wow. Lauderdale. Yeah, and he really he posted a video of it on like Twitter. And it went, like, viral, obviously. He was, like, covered by the whole, like, news in Florida and everything. And his whole, like, calf was just ripped to shreds by a horn. Like, oh. fucked up his nuts and, like, his calf oh. was just, yeah. Now it makes sense. I've, I, I've just put it together that you're from Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The thing is, you bring a girl to a comedy show and she's the one that wanted to go to the comedy yeah. show. Then you find out she banged half the people there. Banged a barker. <laughs> you're like, yo, you banged him? He's fucking barking. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing a guest spot, but this dude's working. (laughs) I did that once, brought a girl. Everybody's like, dude, stay away from her. I didn't listen. Took her out to eat. She took, she ordered $100 worth of sushi. It was the Lantern, the River Comedy Shop or whatever. I bring her there. I met her at the pair. She's like, I want to go to a show at the Lantern. This dude's like, you know, she's just trying to make me jealous. He's like, dude, I, I used to mess with her. He's like, she um, used me for free food. I quit talking to her. <laughs> After the show, we go get sushi. $100. She orders the boat. Like, she oh just kept God. ordering shit. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to make it worth it. You could eat it off me after or whatever. Jesus Christ. Right? Then afterwards, she's like, let's drop the sushi at my place, and we'll go get some drinks somewhere, and then we'll come back. So I go, all right, bet. Dropped the sushi off. She never comes back downstairs. I'm calling her. She's like, yeah, my roommate's mad. I'm sorry. I got to stay upstairs. I'm like, give me, bring me back my damn sushi. <laughs> like, I spent $100. Yeah. I, I literally, she's like, save it. I, she didn't even let me eat three pieces of sushi. And then this bitch had the nerve to hit me up on IG. She's like, hey, how you been? I'm like, do I know you? She's like, I'm the sushi thief. I'm like, send me some yeah. money right now. Yeah. You just Venmo her instead of responding. <laughs> Dude, that's also crazy that she fucking took the sushi. You should have taken it home. Right. Well, she brought it upstairs. She's like, yeah, we'll leave it upstairs. We'll yeah. go get drinks. She never came back down. He, thought, it was gonna, he thought he was going to get to eat it off of her. What? What? Uh, what? What gall, dudes? Well, that's a perfect transition. You might get... Sh- didn't you say... Didn't you tell oh, us yeah. that you've been shot before? I was shot oh, yeah. in the leg. With with what? Uh, a gun. <laughs> like a like a like a All hunting right. rifle. So or? here's the deal. Hunting rifle. Okay. So oh. if any Wedding of my crashers. friends watch this, they love to do this thing where they're like, You didn't get shot by a real gun, blah 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 blah. <laughs> here's the thing. My buddy Frank, uh won't say his last name. He's a wanted criminal. Uh he <laughs> Had, Is he really? No. Okay. But we did go to court for this, which I will happily I'll just talk about. But he had a <laughs> Oh shit. He had a gun. And by the way, this is a joke that I do on stage. And it's like a 10 minute, but I'm going to try really hard Dude, not to no, do it. This like is where we can elaborate and expand and not, you know, yeah, it's great. Uh, so anyway, my friend Frank said that he had this gun. Okay. And again, my other friends like to rag on me that it's not real because I guess technically it isn't like a fucking gun. I, I I don't know anything about guns, but it's like a rifle. He kills deer with it. Yeah, it's a rifle. Yeah. It's so not I'm like, like yeah. it's a fucking gun. It takes life from things. Literally. Yeah. It. It's a hunting rifle. Oh, so it's like a um like a uh like not a pellet gun, but like uh I don't think so. A pellet gun to me is like a, it bounces off your skin and you go, "Ow, what the fuck?" There are like an air powered like a an air rifle. There's a metal that- bullet in my leg right now. 
<laughs> yeah. Does that help? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't just break the skin. Right. Metal. There's right. a metal bullet so deep in the muscle that the doctors were like, we have to leave it in or else you're going to die if we try to take it out. That's Holy so shit. So to all my friends listening at home, fuck you. Fuck you. Real gun or not, that's It's in my bad. leg. Yeah. I get an x-ray, you see my wiener, and you see the bullet. Okay? Um, God damn. So, yeah, my friend Frank, he said that he had a gun. And uh, we were freshmen in high school, so we're 13. And uh, I went to a, a Catholic school. So, uh, so it was private, all boys. And nice. I, yeah, it was pretty sick. Um, I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. Yeah. That's what you have to say when you graduate from <laughs> our school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was at his house, and he was just like, you know, none of us believed that he had a gun because he he's the, the kid Frank, good guy, but, like, he kind of is out of his fucking mind. Yeah. This like, is how every after-school special starts yeah. where someone gets shot in the head, and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> so horrible. I was at his house, and he was like, since none of you believe me about the gun, do you want to, like, go see it? Like, he wanted to prove to me that he had the gun. Because he was yeah. bragging about this at school for a long time. And none of us, like, believed him at all. So I was like, yeah, I want to see it. Thinking he would be, thinking he would just be like, all right, you got me. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> he goes, all right. Even though he asked, I thought he would just be like, fuck, I thought you'd say yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go up to his room. And um, the story goes that uh, he used it the week before and forgot to turn off the safety. Jesus Christ. So when he goes to pull it out, he puts the gun on the bed for some reason. It's this big thing. It's me, him, and his mom. Puts it on the bed, but it's in a case. Wait, it's you, him, and his mom? Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude. Oh, wow. Dude. This is like a real Friday the 13th yeah. oh. type of deal. Yeah, psycho. Uh, by the way, I'm wearing baseball pants because we're getting ready to go to a game. That's why I was at his house. He was driving mm. me to a game. Oh, my An God. An illegal game, by the way. We weren't supposed to, because we were uh-huh. in our high school season, but we were playing for travel ball. Okay. We weren't supposed to be doing that. How'd you play that night? Um, not great. Okay. <laughs> um, I did play three days later. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and I met Yogi Bear the day after, which is fun. Oh, because fun. of the shooting? No. Uh, just random. Hello, boy. <laughs> walking down the street, you know? No, it was at Yankee Stadium. But anyway, um, so he pulls, the, the gun is in a case and he goes to pull it out. And for whatever fucking reason, I'm standing in front of the barrel. I don't really know why. It's but not I your was. fault. It's his fault. But as he's pulling it out, I guess he pulled the trigger. Bro. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you just—I just heard a bang. I was like, I just heard a sound, and you know, getting shot, you don't feel it at all. Yeah, I—that's I what have they a say. Frame of reference. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I could shoot you. If you want <laughs> to. I'm good. I could. That's what they say. They say you, you gotta fucking check it. all your shit. Yeah, you yeah. do. You don't know your shot. Am I leaking? Exactly. Yeah, I, that's what I—I I heard the sound. I go, am I leaking? Yeah, <laughs> Miss like Frank, am I leaking? You're like a seal over there, dude. Um, no, so for real, I heard a noise, and I. That, remember this very vividly. I heard a noise, and I, for real, I was like, whoa. And I go like this. I'm like, what What was that? And then and then I hear his mom go, oh, my God. And then I look down at my leg, and, I mean, I'm wearing baseball pants, so it probably spread easier than not. But, I mean, there's blood all over. Oh, my God, my fucking dude. Leg. All over shit. my leg. And then this is true. Um, in the joke, I say that they both faint. I believe Frank fainted, and then Mrs almost said the last name, but she freaks out, starts freaking out, like runs away. Yo. <laughs> like, like she doesn't help. Yeah, she's thinking about, she's like, fuck, I, I mean, am fucked. She runs to call the ambulance, yeah. but she runs away. Oh my God. And I'm 13 years Holy old. Holy shit. 
Yeah. Holy shit. The, the only thing that could have been worse for you is if she was just like, oh, we got to put him out of his misery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's like, like, like I'm a horse. Up. Yeah. The Frank, double wake tap. Up. We got to put him down again. <laughs> He's can, no good no more. We got to oh. double tap. Oh, God. <laughs> she's like, TJ, look at my tits. Do you feel better? <laughs> <laughs> she was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> What? Dude, a 13 year old kid? Who wouldn't want to see that? At that time, it might have helped. Yeah. She's like, don't cry, don't cry. Yeah, that's like what you do if you get a scrape. You're like, don't tell your mom. You can't like brush off a, sh- a bullet wound. That's, yeah, that's what that's what they do in the ER for gunshot wounds. Yeah. They're like, hey, bring bring the nurse in to show her tits. Nurse Jimenez, another bullet wound victim. And she goes, oh god. And she's we need pulling out the dollar bills. We need two CCs of double Ds. Get on in here. Better than Vicodin, dude. Yeah. Uh, so Frank faints. She cries and runs away. So I'm like pretty much alone now <laughs> and there's blood all over. Just bleeding like out. Like all over. In this um, kid's childhood bedroom where he masturbates. Yeah. God. Probably. Um, and I cover it. I go to the bathroom. I cover it because I cover Fuck. my bullet hole. Yeah. Which is, by the way, right here. Close to your penis yeah. is what oh I was thinking the whole time. Oh my God. It's Part- like in your thigh. Oh yeah. That like side yeah. of your thigh. That's like scary. Well, yeah, because in the dude. X-ray, you could legit see my penis. Yeah. Yeah. That's super scary because that's where all like those uh, really bad arteries are. Well, yeah. So part of the joke I used to do, I'd be like, yeah, I got hit right here, which is pretty close. Well, I don't I do not do this part wow. anymore. I go, it's pretty close. And then I move down like to my kneecap. I'm like, could have been right here. Still pretty <laughs> fucking close. <laughs> ah, and funny. I keep that's going funny. down. And then I go, nah, I'm kidding. They said it was missed by a mile. So honestly, if his mom did try to show her tits to make him feel better, he wouldn't have had any blood to rush to. I know. So Dude. The bullet just would have went. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. Shot out my penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a kidney stone. Yeah. That's a cum bullet. Uh, <laughs> so she leaves. I cover my leg, hobble to the bathroom, and I grab a towel. And I, this is 100% true. As I pull my leg off, I don't know why. I don't know the science behind this. But I guess the pressure was so big that it started to like squirt oh, out like a water fountain, you, dude, like bro. a water fountain. It was wild. Yo. Um. So I grabbed the towel, put it on my thing. Again, I'm by myself. She's gone. He's like crying now on the fucking floor. And I walk down the stairs by myself after just getting shot. At Are 13. you fucking freaking or no? Are you pretty it's kind of like Probably like hard adrenaline. It's you're like, like you're kind of like survival mode. You're like, yeah. okay, this is what I have to do. When I got a moment... To like, because this is what I did. I walked downstairs. I knew that she called 911 at this point, and I sat on the stoops. When I sat on the stoops, I started to lose my hearing and my eyesight. I'm losing so much blood. And that's when I started to freak. And then finally, the EMT come, and I asked them, I was like, again, I'm 13, so I asked them, I was like, am I going to die? And he, for real, he didn't say it this bluntly, but this is how I say it in the joke, but he did say something like, there's a lot of arteries down there. And I was like, that fucking doesn't help me at hey, all. I'm a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> Say no, even I if know. it's a yes. He for Yo. real was just so bluntly like, there's a lot of stuff down there. Oh my like, what? God. That's terrifying. I really didn't think I was ever going to die though. No? Not really. Well, 13, you feel invincible. You handled that pretty well though. It's, I'm telling you, man, like it's just like survival you're just like I have the way to. you were going i thought you were gonna just go full like uh anton chaguerre and no country for old men you're like then i went into the bathroom pulled it out stitched myself up and god and damn. then i blew off a bunch of doorknobs yeah and shot oh, his mom yeah. holy shit and then i went to a gas station and i was like heads or tails <laughs> oh my god so what happened let me they, get these peanuts they, they, they what do i you? stand to lose <laughs> <laughs> Is that guy? everything 
Holy shit. We're closed. <laughs> we typically close at dark. Yeah. <laughs> you from this town? Born <laughs> raised. Uh, That's sad. So, fuck. so then they, okay, so now I'm picked up by the ambulance and then they rush me to the hospital. Barely cared, by the way. I don't know if they must know. You're like, okay, he's probably fine. He's not losing that much blood. So they're like, not as. But the whole time, everybody seemed to be like, you're fine. Really? Yeah. Okay. Even the doctor, when he comes in, he goes, so what do we got here? Bullet hole? <laughs> or bullet, whatever the, f- bullet wound? Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh! Pretty serious. And then he goes, all right. And he like does some shit. And he goes, all right, I'll be back. Like, it's like a checkup. Dude. <laughs> well, especially after the guy goes, a lot of artery yeah. down there. Well, he didn't say like that. I, he did sign as, he's like, yeah, there's like a lot of stuff. So we just got to make sure you're all right. Oh and I was my like, God. That's That's terrifying. not what you want to tell me. Uh, so you go to the hospital. Now you're in the hospital. You in the hospital. My parents finally come here. Now my mom, I mean, I told you my mom, she texted me about water consumption. Oh, yeah, so yeah, she yeah. is ballistic. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone bullets. You got shot. Yeah. She goes, how much water do you drink? Is that why you got shot? <laughs> it, it Can we would, get him an IV? He needs some salt. <laughs> Not too much though. Like make sure that he's it fine. Was, it was squirting out of your thigh <laughs> like that because you drink too much water. Yeah. My dad is pissed at the parents. Oh yeah, I believe but it. But not as worried, you know, because I'm in the hospital. If I, yeah. you know, can I say rightfully fucking so? Yeah, the best place to be when you get shot. Yeah, is a one hospital. of the best. Yeah. Um. So legitimately, leave me in a room for seven hours, and I would say maybe twice in those seven hours, somebody came in. Maybe did they do like when you came in? Are they like rushed to, the, or you just bring you to a room? Are they doing like a? Hey, let's stop the bleeding. We got to get shit in him. Bleeding was like kind of stopped by then, I believe, because of the people in the. Ambulance. ambulance. Okay. Yeah. Not out, like on my own. It was like they did oh, some damn. shit. Uh, I wonder what they did. They rushed me. I think they put me in a room first, and then they took me to an x-ray, and then they brought me back to the room, and then like six, seven hours later, they come back, and the guy just goes, legitimately like six, seven hours, which doesn't seem to make sense, but it was, and then the guy just goes, yeah, it's basically just too deep in the muscle. This happens all the time. Uh, you know, people just, we just leave it in, so you're free to go. Oh, <laughs> that's my how, God. That's how casual it was. He's like... Yeah, you're good. And I was like, oh, I got shot today. I don't know if they told you that. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, no, yeah, we're pretty aware. You're fine. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. like, <laughs> Jesus. Is that how that works? You just <laughs> go? I have so many follow-up questions. Go ahead. Uh, one, what they happened? They didn't. They had no follow-up yeah. They had zero. They didn't Glad's, care. Hey, unlike Glad the doctor, did. unlike the doctor, I have a lot of follow-up questions. One, I want to know about what happened when you went back to school. Did you go to school with this kid? So, yeah, we did. And you're like good buddies with him. No. Or were Never you at was, the time? No. He what was my ride to a baseball game. He's oh, he's one of those sucks. dudes that you're like, he's just around. He's you yeah, know, okay. he's like it's like a comic that you know that you're not friends with, really. Got it. Yeah. I but but you're also five. you don't you don't not like. Yeah. You're just like, oh, that's fucking this guy. And you sure. talk to him when you see him, and then you go, Am I ever gonna hang out with that guy? No. You're- he tried to act like it was an issue that and granted, to be fair and not like be not be funny here in this moment, like that's probably pretty dramatic for what he did. Like, oh my god, yeah. Obviously, way more for real me. Fucked up, but but I am sure he's not like, oops, yeah. And then he just walks away. But he wrote me this letter, and in the letter, he's like, um, "Why did this have to happen to us?" Like the whole thing was like, "I can't believe we went through this." Uh, this yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah. taught me that yeah. anything is possible. Blah blah blah. Not just being like, "Hey man, I am so sorry." <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah. an idiot yeah. I was. So we went back to school. So the craziest thing was, like I said, I went to this private Catholic school, which at that point was like a big deal because. Um, People from my town were like, come to the public school to play baseball. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to go to this other place. Yeah. But we were playing our public school in baseball on Monday. This happened on a Friday. We played them on a Monday. Yeah. So I played in that game. 
<laughs> and not good. And then I went for like a ball and I basically tore, I basically like extended my leg fully and I just fucked up my leg even more. And God. then for a month, my leg was like stuck. Like, Jesus like right. I was oh. on crutches for like a month. Um, and then what, uh, what happened? Like, did you ever talk to the kid again? See him yeah, at school? I to just, him. Were things normal? Were things weird after that? Not really. That's so crazy. <laughs> we, dude, this is how much of like a pussy I am. My parents, you know, about a week later go, hey, uh, we got a lawyer. We could sue. Well, I'm assuming were the cops called? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. this is like cops, yeah, CPCS, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Child Protective mm-hmm. Service. So you have two 13-year-olds yeah. in like. And a mom. I'm surprised the mom didn't lose custody for a little she bit. She probably was pretty close. You know? They're like a good family. Like, they, uh, the dad's still. a doctor. Yeah, a mom. very good, but still, but, dude. You shoot uh, another too bad child. the dad wasn't there. Uh, all right. He probably wouldn't have cared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just put some ice on it. Good. You're batting third. My son should bat third. <laughs> um, he's way better than he nine. Is, dude, he's really good. It probably was a ploy. <laughs> yeah, right? God damn. Get dude. you out of the way. <laughs> he was. He was pretty good. We played totally different positions, but like batting or shit. Um, uh, where, what, what am I saying? Uh, your, your parents were going to sue. We got a oh, lawyer. Oh, yeah. yeah. But we were freshmen in high school, and we had four years ahead. And I go, no, nah, I don't want to sue. I don't want it to be weird in the hallways. Oh, <laughs> dude. You could have a nice trust fund. I dude. don't know how much money I could have made, but I really said that, and I like begged my parents not to do it. Then when I'm in college. Dude, we're talking at least a million. No. Yeah. I'm thinking 50,000. No. More was it, wait, was his dad an endocrinologist? Because they make a lot of money. Diabetes doctors I don't know. I don't know money. what he was. Uh, dude, yeah. D- dude, you shoot someone, a child, uh, negligently, um, yeah, maybe half a million. I really, million. It would, oh be, it would have settled. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I sued, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I said no. Like a fucking idiot. And then we go to college, and I'm in college, and I'm telling somebody the story. Like early, like yeah. October of college, freshman year of college, like probably right after I met the NFL player and I'm telling somebody and they're like, did you sue? And I was like, no, and like you should have fucking sued. Oh. And I called my parents. I was like, let's sue. I was like, immediately. I was like, let's just fucking sue. And they go, uh, you only had till you were 18. Oh, dude. So I missed out. That sucks, dude. Fuck. We went to court though. I remember going to court. Fuck yeah! It was criminal. I'm assuming. I think they had like they had, yeah it was something. They had some probation or some shit. The gun got seized by the state. Did the kid did the kid get in trouble or was it more I the don't, mom? Don't remember at God all. Damn. Don't remember. But yeah, bullet in my leg. Um, yeah, he probably pulled the gun out of the case by the trigger. That's what he did, and he, that's Stupid. exactly what happened. Also, why is he keeping it loaded? Like, what an idiot! Because he was playing with another friend a week before, and they forgot to do all that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah.